Welcome to the XP Bar Podcast and Grill, um, where we are hosting the 23rd Annual Cornhole National Championships and Breast Cancer Awareness Fund. Um, and on the blue team, we got Michael Shakes McKenzie. Hello. Hello. And on the red team, we got Christian Shakes McKenzie. I don't know. Thanks for having I me. I think of any, like... I talked over Christian. I don't know. I'm sorry, Christian. Christian Yelich. You guys can talk over each other, but when it comes down to cornhole, it's no holds barred. Cristiano Ronaldo. Michael, how's it going? I'm okay. A little tired. Okay. Long week. Oh, sure. Yeah, we're doing this on Friday instead of the other day we usually do. And that's fine. Everybody's cool with this. Everybody's chill. We're just having a good time. We're going to talk about video games. Before we talk about that, though, do you guys ever just think about radon and how it can, like, kill you and you don't even know what's happening? Ooh. I've been thinking about radon a lot lately. N- no. Okay. Is what? <laughs> radon is an invisible, odorless gas that seeps into your house through your basement and kills you over time. It's the second leading cause of lung cancer in the United States, or lung cancer deaths. Behind really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, no. Isn't that creepy? Well, I live in a basement, so I... Well, <laughs> you got to accelerate the process. Yeah, start yeah. smoking. Um, yep, okay. So if you ever see pipes coming out of houses and they have like little bulbous things towards the base, that's a fan that actually takes air from below your house and shoots it into the sky so it doesn't kill you. Wow. Wow. So if you covered this vent... You could kill someone, yes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Um, so open your windows, guys. Or I don't know. <laughs> it's like Radon Awareness Month around these parts. <laughs> Did this come from somewhere? N- no, I don't know. General anxiety about dying. Funneled What's the practical through... <laughs> purpose of Radon? Why Man. is it being shot out of our houses? 2019 seems like a bad time to have general anxiety <laughs> about death there, Tucker. Radon just is constantly coming out of rock as it ages and it just builds up and then your house creates like a negative pressure thing compared to the Hmm. soil and it draws it in through tiny minuscule cracks in your foundation and then uh it's radioactive so it actually causes (laughs) lung cancer because it gets caught in your lungs Ah. and you can buy test kits but you have to send them off to a separate company like ace sells test kits (laughs) but it's like 10 bucks for a test kit and then you have to send that and like a check for 40 dollars to some laboratory and then they'll say yeah you have radon and then (laughs) oops and then you die yikes yeah but then what then you get uh lung cancer or you call someone and have them fix your house so it has less radon but like there's radon outside <laughs> you know like there's always radon mm. you can't escape it it's it's in the gulf stream oh geez it's it's in the that radon it's in the chemtrails it's in the <gasps> smile of someone you love <laughs> it's in a beautiful the sunset. laughter of every baby oh boy the wag of every dog's tail oh it is in the wag of every dog's tail they're shooting it at you 
they're pushing it. Uh, Michael, hmm. how's it going, dude? Uh, mm, I'm going it? to say okay to avoid <laughs> answering that question honestly. Okay. Yay! Well, your house is right on free. I checked, so you have that going oh, for cool. you. Have you been playing any video games, my guy? I have been playing one video game. Hit me. Tell me. And I was excited to almost be done with it, but I yes. don't think I am anymore. Where are you at in Kingdom Hearts Recoded Chain of Memories? Uh, I've just started the part where it's Chain of Memories. Yeah. Okay. That's towards the end. Castle Oblivion. Okay. Okay. Explain to me what happens here. Because okay. I have not picked it up since I got my first card. Uh-huh. And immediately said, I'm not playing Chain of Memories again, and then put the DS down and haven't come back to it. I don't know what you're describing, Michael. Is there a part where it becomes Chain of Memories again? I don't remember that. Yeah. So you, you <gasps> do the thing. Oh! That's the end of the you, game. You do the thing where you beat the, the, the Sora, Data Sora Heartless. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or Data Heartless Sora. <laughs> yep. I don't know how the naming conventions work here. DHS, yep. You beat DHS, and then... And then it's all like, you've saved the data sphere. Good job, Sora. Uh-huh. Then you have oh. your emotional goodbye with Mickey. Of course. Which, which, yeah, okay. Emotional goodbyes with Mickey Mouse in a JRPG, sure. All right. And uh, then everything seems over. And then something happens. I actually kind of forget what. Oh, like Riku says something to you about there being another world. And that other world is <laughs> Castle Oblivion. And then a guy in a cloak gives you a card. And it's like, this is the world card. And then at that point, I was like, okay, no more. Good night. I'll be back later. You could probably turn it off now and be fine. You're in like the epilogue section of the game sort of thing. Epilogues. Okay. But you got to make the dialogue choices. And based on your dialogue choices, you'll get a different card. And if you get them all, there will be a special surprise. Oh, baby, I love special surprises. <laughs> Christian, did you get the special surprise? Because I sure as hell didn't. <laughs> no. Okay. I made sure I didn't. I got done with that as soon as humanly possible. Okay. Has there ever been, or do you guys generally like it when the game is like, it's not actually over? Or? If it's a good game, I like it. Okay. Hmm. Um, I don't know. At this point, I'm exhausted with Recoded, which is crazy because it's like, a third the size of any other Kingdom Hearts game. Mm. It didn't feel like it, though. It felt like <laughs> the same amount. Did it? Well, because, I mean, how much of that is just because they make you replay, <laughs> replay like, half the levels again? That's all of them, Michael. I feel like we are in the same way that you are and we are going through the series and it's reliving itself. I feel like we relive our pain through every, like, Kingdom Hearts conversation where it's just like these are the facts of Kingdom Hearts Mm -hmm. and it's our our penance that we have to we have to let people know that Kingdom Hearts is bad I don't know about that yet Michael you're broken but not broken enough or something like you're broken down as a human being but you're, you're grasping onto this Kingdom Hearts series you need to let it go my son no, because I like the, I still like the overall idea, somehow. The Disney JRPG 
yeah. weirdness to it. The the and the absurd kind of just progression here because now we're on like like uh, now we're in data world. It's like Digimon after we came from like memory world and yes. but now you're in memory Shadow world again world. michael screw you what's that you're in memory world again in digital world it's the no, same you're in digi world not memory world There's the a snake difference. is eating itself michael <laughs> it's a never-ending story mm. when was the last time so you like the concept right when was the last time that concept really hit for you and you're like oh i'm feeling it i'm feeling it Honestly, the end of uh, 358 over 2. But I don't know, where it's like you're you're fighting Riku and it's anime sword fight time. and hmm. I like that. Hmm. I, I do. At this point, me child's dog, fish, desperate needed to pay. Fish break. Fish break. It is Fish Fry Friday. Is that a thing down in Point, or is that only in Northwood? Oh, it absolutely is. Okay, good. Glad to hear it. Culver's drive-through is slammed every Friday. <laughs> it's good. Gotta get that fried walleye, man. Oh, Culver's! Is that the Culver's on that main drag there? Mm-hmm. I've hit that place up on a few road trips. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, dude! That's what I like to hear. Is Culver's like a sit-down restaurant for you, or is that like an eating in your car? Because you're for me, it's definitely sitting down. Okay, but I have rarely. Okay, my dog needs to go out. I will be right back. Okay, we're just talking about Culver's because they have all the seating there. Yes, they do quite a bit, quite a bit of seating. There was this really weird, surreal weekend I had one time because we were doing this uh, school project, right? And the teachers just loved the idea of us making school videos where we like make our movies, you know, like bring, bring a cheapo, uh, camcorder and then someone edits it in windows movie maker to be a movie. So, uh, this started out with social studies and it became this huge thing. And then, uh, we like someone convinced the religion teacher that we should do it. So the religion teacher was like, all right, I'll let you guys make a movie. And then the, like the group that I was in, a couple of the guys convinced the religion teacher to meet us outside of class <laughs> to like record for this. And so I, we met, the three of us met our religion teacher at a Hardee's and we proceeded to watch him eat like eight chicken strips and a large fry and suck down his soda. And that was... <laughs> It's just so weird. Like, what do you do with a high school teacher outside of class? This is like yeah. Persona 5 kind of crap. I don't know what's <laughs> no. going on. What are you supposed to do? Do you need a ride? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Something about teacher encouraging kids to film stuff and then meeting them outside of school. Yeah. It's hitting real yeah. weird for me. I don't mm-hmm. know. Oh, yeah. It was weird. And then, like, after we ate at Hardee's, we did, like, the video stuff. And then he was like, you know what, kids? I'm hungry. Let's go to Culver's. And so I got nothing because I was like full <laughs> from whatever right. I ate at Hardee's. And so we just sat there and watched him eat like two orders of cheese curds at Culver's. So you did go from Hardee's to Culver's as like this like bar hop situation or what? I don't yeah. get it. Okay. Oh, there was there was time in between. So oh, okay. 
Okay. And he also let us into his apartment, which was also mm. super weird. And he was playing mm. like NBA 2K on his 360 at the time. Mm. He's like, oh yeah, I'm 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 hitting up that 2K. I got my that franchise rush. going. I got these <laughs> characters drafted right now. What of it? That is and creepy then I was as like, hell. Okay, Christian, I want to I want to get out now, please. That is terrifying. <laughs> how strange. old are we talking? Like it was high school, like but junior how, year of high school, so I was like seventeen. How old was your teacher though? Is he oh, like... he was in his forties. Hmm. Not that that really has anything to do with it. It's just I could buy that more if he was like thirty-five or something. Like yeah, yeah I'm playing yeah. NBA something something. But same year, I had <laughs> I had another run-in with the teacher's living situation because I was like hanging out at a, gra- at a graduation party. And there was this uh, foreign exchange student from Spain there. And she was like, hey, you guys should come over to my place. We can just hang out there. And so, like, a group of five of us went to her place. Little did we know that her, like, her host parent was our Spanish teacher. So I got to see what my Spanish teacher's house was like. And that was uncomfortable. Sure. Because I didn't know it was until, like, we were leaving. And so I go upstairs and then, boom, Spanish teacher. And she's like, oh, hola. I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> Mi casa, su casa. <laughs> exactly. That's weird. Too. That's a very weird though, experience. Like. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. That's yeah. just grappling with the fact that your teacher is a person who has a life or something. And it's like, totally, yeah. <gasps> yeah, and it's weird to think. But yeah, for the longest time, I just kind of separated school from common life. <laughs> yeah. To such an extent that I didn't think like teachers were human beings who lived somewhere. In any way that I could, yeah. Into cryogenic sleep and vibrated a lot. And then oh, back yeah. up. How was your high school experience, Tucker? Did you have fun in high school? I didn't have fun in high school, no. I don't know. No. Did you go to a public high school? I did. Nice. I won't say the name of it, I guess, for whatever reason, but yeah. It was fine. It was a medium-sized high school, and I was not very popular, and so on. No, I feel you. I did not experiment with the things I should have been experimenting with. You goofed up, Tucker, but now you are. You're taking advantage of it here in your post-college coital days. (laughs) Coital days. Oh, Lord. Yes. Thank you. What did I miss? Oh, we talked about Culver's. Um, (laughs) Michael, is Culver's a sit-down restaurant? Question. Yeah, I think so. I think it could be. Any, More than like okay, McDonald's that's kind of a cop-out is. answer. You're being pragmatic, <laughs> I understand. What's your stake in this, Tucker? Is it absolutely 100% a drive through eat in your car restaurant? Yes, for me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Are you telling me you would sit down with a freaking <laughs> butter burger in hand Yes. and let that greasy thing ooze all over your car seat rather than just eat it at a table like a normal human being? Uh, this is, let's say, growing up and I was not the one driving and it oh. was a road trip of some sort, so I could just sit in the back and eat my disgusting food and get sick because I get motion sickness. And then Culver's is like motion sickness as a food. It's just like grease trap <laughs> food. Yeah. So, uh, it's called the butter burger, I Michael. I don't I don't feel Heck like yeah, I need to explain a, that. I in my mind in my mind it is the <laughs> Maybe like the fast food chain equivalent of like a diner. Hmm. Not as it much as like. It wants to be so badly. 
<laughs> it feels less like food though. Like diner food is food. It's like trash food. But Congress oh, I know. is like hey, a step. Hey, when was the last time you had a Denny's there, Tucker? Oh, Denny's. Ooh. I've never been to a Denny's. I don't even know. What about Perkins? Uh, everybody around here is obsessed with Perkins, and I don't get it. I don't think I've ever really? been there. People I, in... We had a Perkins back in my hometown, whose name I won't utter on air. And uh, it was... Open 24 I, it, hours. Yeah, it was like the go, one of the go-to stops. Yeah, I don't get it. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I was sitting here thinking about it the other day because I'm decidedly nowhere near that hometown now, and there's definitely no Perkins where I am now. Uh-huh. Did it have a gigantic American flag out front? <gasps> yeah, well, they all do. They all do. Yes. Okay, I'm yeah, glad they all have the that. giant American flag, and their uh, their banners are all the Vietnam Service Medal because the guy was a vet. Oh, Jesus, oh, America, great place. Did to you not go. know that? No, Michael, I don't go to Perkins. What do you want from me? I'm sorry, I don't know the backstory like, of every restaurant. I don't keep up with the canon. Uh, I can't think of the name. I can't think of the name. What is it called? The the things that kind of hang over the windows. <laughs> the awnings. The awnings. The awnings are all colored like the Vietnam Service Medal because the guy was a veteran. Hence okay. the giant American flag as well. You've been going on the restaurant awning wiki again, haven't you? <laughs> it's it's my second favorite wiki behind the Sonic wiki. Oh, the feet wiki is up there, Michael. It's not like <laughs> ourselves. Uh, my favorite part is when they kind of overlap. Anyway. <clears throat> well, Michael, we are going to talk about Kingdom Hearts Recoded as a full-length podcast full of fun and adventure. Uh, yes. Would yeah. you maybe uh, want to talk some comics with me for a little bit? We could, yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to summarize my thoughts on, on on where I am in Recoded, if that's okay. I don't like the thing where they... And, and the other games have done this, if I remember correctly, where they teleport you to a previous place you've already been to and you play through a mini version of that level. And especially because Recoded seems so much more simple than the other ones. It amounts to nothing more than just kind of hitting things with the Keyblade until you hit enough of the things with the Keyblade to move on, but you have to go back to these stupid places. And they throw the stupid spiders, the ones where if you touch them, they hurt you. You're describing 358 over 2, Michael. (laughs) Maybe, but I liked 358 over 2 a lot more for some reason. Mm Mm-hmm. I like Sora. He's cute. He's, He's got, got clown shoes. He does have big old feet. That's just what I was going to say. He's got big old stompers. <laughs> Good at making wine, that Sora. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm kind of, yeah, I don't know. This is, I don't know. This is the most negative I've felt about one of these games. Is so. this, this is what's happening, Michael. Is the conflict <laughs> inside. The darkness is consuming you. Mm, yes. When you walk away. I smell it. You won't hear me say, you can't smell it. We're wearing the robes, Michael. The oh, robes yeah. <laughs> which block the darkness smell. <laughs> That's true. They're, they're odor-proof. They're scented. Would you... I, like, sprayed this one robe with a whole can of Axe. No darkness oh, under there. Oh, God. <laughs> it's the right era. You're, you're right on track, I think, with that. Uh, let's say... Let's imagine an alternate timeline, right? Like let's mm-hmm. let's go back about a year and a half and let's branch things. Okay. And okay. you played Kingdom Hearts one with us. Let's Yes. Say. And then we're like, screw this, let's not do that anymore. Would you have played any of the other Kingdom Hearts games? 
maybe, but I don't think it'd be as far as I am right now. Okay. Like, because you weren't the only people whispering my ear to play Michael. Kingdom Hearts. There's at least one other person who's kind of somewhat close to me who was okay. telling me that I should try to play Kingdom Hearts. The series or <laughs> the game? The series. Okay, okay. Because her favorites were the spinoffs, the, the Dream Drop and uh, Birth by Sleep. Okay. The ones we have not gotten to, just for the two record. Of the, yeah, the two, two of the ones we haven't touched yet. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Man, Kingdom Hearts, right? Yep. Yeah. Do you think uh, Disney Plus will do a series, a TV show? <gasps> yes. Topical. I want it. Do you want to talk about comic books real quick? <gasps> we can. Yeah, we, we. I guess we can talk about comic books, not to belabor this any further in front of Christian. I'm sorry, Christian. I feel like these are conversations you don't really care for. No, I love listening to you guys talk about stuff. I'm the one who doesn't care for it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh. Um, isn't it Tucker's dumb? The Spider-Man can just like touch you and then you die after a second. Isn't that kind of dumb? Isn't that kind of a cop-out, don't you think? No, no, you don't die. He just kind of electrocutes you, and then depending on who you are, <laughs> it blows things up, and then you die. I just feel like every fight with Miles Morales is... Uh, Oh no, I can't beat this guy. Oh wait, I have the Venom Punch. <laughs> he magically he... remembers he has the Venom Punch that he can then headbutt into people too now. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then he, he gets away with his invisibility and they're like, oh, shoot. Next time. The Bendis knows what he's doing though, so. I mean, honestly, the superhero stuff was like second fiddle for, for a lot of that for me. Just being sad about parents stuff kind of well it's like i think as a character miles morales is interesting enough him struggling with learning how to be a hero and balancing that with his real life is i think it's written in a way and presented in a way that's really affecting yes and i enjoyed that a lot more than like fight with the french tickler or whatever the guy's name (laughs) oh that mm. Um, language. I don't know what that means. Um, the 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 leopard, the leotard guy. The... Yeah. What's yeah. his name? I don't. Uh, shoot. The Canadian. Is he is he French Canadian? I don't know. They made a thing that he's he's French something because of course they did because they added the Z's instead of the. Yeah, that's how you know. He's like, I am Z jump man. You are Les Spider. Hon, hon, hon. Oh, you must be stumped, Les Spider. Uh, Christian. Mm-hmm. Miles is in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Is that correct? He absolutely is. Oh, is that cool or not? <laughs> is that like uh, I'm kind of interested. Well, I, the Spider-Man PS4 video game is kind of my first exposure to Miles Morales as a character. Okay. Hmm. And he's like pre-bite, right? Like he's not. Yes. Spoilers aside, let's say during the bulk of the game, he's yes. just a guy. <laughs> he's just a dude. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's weird. You yeah. hang out with his dad a bunch. And so oh, the cop. You also play as Miles Morales for a couple brief portions. Hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. This is the first I've heard any of this. That's kind of neat. There you go. 
I feel like it would be a lot more interesting and meaningful having read comics that have Miles Morales in them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. As far as, like, Spider-Man stories go, I definitely found the Miles Morales stuff more interesting than I ever found the Peter Parker stuff. Because you and me both tried reading that, what, the Amazing Spider-Man or whatever? Like The, the, the Ultimate ultimate spider-man which was actually the one that prefaced this one so that's the peter parker who spoiler alert dies and but this was ultimate spider-man no this was ultimate comic spider-man okay Mm -hmm. comics are dumb yeah naming conventions are terrible um but this is the same universe so that spider-man who we tried reading and couldn't get into (laughs) yeah because it's the same one who kicks the bucket in this one and then miles replaces (laughs) okay Oh, really? So that has just been arcing since then, and then... Yep. Okay. Peter Parker was in high school for all of a decade. Wow. And that was the Bendis as well. The Bendis has been around that long. He really knows his way around the Bend. Mm -hmm. He's at DC now. The jerk. Doing what at DC? I think Batman, maybe? I think he's writing Batman. I don't know could be wrong sound of michael googling the bendis michael what else you reading dude uh i also started the miss marvel series from like 2014 she's what got the big fists no yeah yeah the the kamala khan one okay she's got the big the big punchers she can do the (laughs) the longy laggers and then she turns into captain marvel once until she gets shot as Captain Marvel, and then she's like, nope, can't do that anymore. Weird. Is that when she's blonde? Like yeah, blonde? yeah, yeah. That's okay. that's supposed to be her as Captain Marvel. Weird. And you're so like, now she it? dresses up in a in a stretchy burkini and <laughs> pals around with the Wolverine. Do you do you find that stuff okay? I found it kind of heavy handed. The whole. She, I think. At, yeah. If if we're talking, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. Just like she's from a different background than you might expect, and then yeah, I mean, I I think it was like they played it strong at the front, really hard. It, it feels more natural as it goes on. Um, okay. I also think they kind of had to because it is kind of a departure for these, and you are kind of introducing this world to an audience that maybe is never really, never really experienced that, and yeah. I, I feel like you kind of do have to lay it a little hard there before you can kind of ease up on that and just kind of let the story breathe and i think they do get to the point where the story breathes a little more okay and it's always there and i think it's good that it's always there because it is an important part of her character and her experiences the the thing her being a uh first generation um her her parents being immigrants from pakistan and whatnot and that that definitely kind of plays out in the story and kind of what happens as far as her personal life goes and trying to balance being stretchy fist lady who um who's like the villain like what's her at the moment it's like a mutant cockatiel okay mastermind okay mastermind, it's kind of loopy but <laughs> yeah. i mean it, it it's like this is okay since it's it's she's like 16 and it's her first villain and oh sure obviously it's coming from a little more of a childish place than like a little not childish but like a little little more innocent or a little more like a like a different place and say these these angstier ridden yeah like my mom got shot yeah like it's not coming from there as far as i know yet yeah not who yet. the hell knows okay um 
but uh, it's so that's where it is. I mean, the only I, I like the fact that when they introduce her, she's like this Marvel, this or I guess in this universe, this Avengers fangirl. Yeah, um, it's cute. really cute, especially when she in, meets uh, uh, Wolverine, who's like the only other so far, the only major Marvel character who's kind of come into the story. Okay. Is it like old man Logan Wolverine or is it like, yeah, he's like cranky old, old man Logan. Okay. Not quite the, the apocalyptic stroll through the wasteland old man Logan, but he's old man Logan. Okay. He's definitely in, I'm too old for this shit kind of. Mm. That's what I like. That's my Wolverine. I like, Mm. How does the continuity for these books work? Is it like the MCU movies where there's some kind of narrative that's happening and whatever author is writing this Marvel comic book series just kind of picks it up and rolls with it? Or is it its um, own isolated thing? It It's interesting because in this instance, it seems more like an isolated thing. I mean, as far as these comics go, for the most part, they'll fit into like a certain universe. Like when we were doing... When we read Miles Morales stuff, that fit into the Ultimate series, which yeah. that had a lot going on outside of this, and it really kind of tapped into that mm-hmm. as it went on. Like, there's this weird super Civil War thing going on where they have a giant battle in the middle of Wisconsin. Yeah, that's cool. And um, like Miles gets pulled away for that. Captain America's president for some reason. Yeah, like I don't think that was the Civil War, like the big Civil War event thing. I think that was just like another civil war, but not like a super civil war. It was just like people versus people. It seemed like. Well, I mean, I think the, I think if you were, we were to read like the full Ultimate series and we're yeah. following that along, it make a lot more sense because it is a big civil war. It is like the U.S. breaking apart and yeah. they're fighting pockets of Hydra led resistance, and <laughs> which this sounds you know. really stupid when I say these things. No, out loud, but they got the Hulkbusters, and then they were yeah, yeah. squad of Hulkbusters. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, Miles saves the president of the United States. <laughs> Captain that America. Happens. Uh, Which it feels really weird contrasting to the more like personal stuff he has going on because yeah. like, the ultimate conflict is like it's him dealing with this and his family, including like his uncle, the Prowler. The Prowler. And that seems like that's more of like the central conflict, but it's like, nope, wait, first we got to take a field trip to Wisconsin. She's, yeah. He's got to beat up a giant lady. <laughs> that was kind of cute. I That stuff I found kind of not as fulfilling because it just seemed kind of shoehorned in where yeah. I cared about the characters and all of a sudden he's got to go fight a war for three issues and then he's back and he's, he's dealing with some other stuff now. And it's like, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, that was, and that was the part I had the hardest time with too was when they start rolling in the the bigger Ultimates universe or whatever, and now you're pulled away for this larger conflict that you're supposed to have some kind of context for, and it it feels like it's distracting from what was a really good, like, anchored, grounded family drama that has something to do with him having these gifts and having to somehow replace this iconic hero and... But then it's that just was about all way girls. more interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and now it's just a puck. Yeah. It was good though. Good read. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good I page enjoyed it. Yeah. It was good. I mean, I don't have a lot of experience with comics. I tried the the Spider Man Ultimate series and couldn't yeah. keep going. I I just got bored with it. Yeah. 
And uh, outside of this, I tried a couple Batman things and got bored with it. But uh, I like this one. Yeah. I like this one, and I like the Miss Marvel one. It's intimidating, though, just being like, here's 100 years of comics, and there's like 40 different Spider-Men. Enjoy. (laughs) And it's like, "Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It seems impenetrable. Yeah. Because it's like, if Wolverine shows up, you know, it's cool, but it's like, which Wolverine is this? And should I know his backstory? And then you can go like down that rabbit hole where you're just like, I can't read any comic book because I have to read the one before it. So I have to start in the 60s and work my way forward. It's like, oh, I can't do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But I didn't really feel like I had that problem with uh, with either of these. I mean, other than like... I feel like they gave you enough exposition or explanation to know, okay, Miles is fighting Hydra in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. That was really all that kind of needed to be there. But, like, the Aunt May, Gwen stuff, I didn't really understand too well. Such and such, you know. Uh, Yeah, and I think a part of it, it kind of helped having, like, a... I feel like where we are right now, we understand superhero things well enough because of how prevalent the films yeah, are just through osmosis. so it's like you know who these characters are anyway yeah. because we've watched all oh god what is it i think there's like seven eight spider-man movies now yeah so it's like yeah. oh i know who aunt may is because oh sure. she was in all mm-hmm. of these and and i know wolverine he's in every x-man movie i love so the you kind of have a sense as to who the character is before they're like, when they appear, you at least have a bit of an understanding. Yeah. And if and you I need feel, to. And if, I mean, you can just break them down and, like, Wolverine's angry and he can heal himself. And it's like, okay, I get it. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Captain America is America. <laughs> I like Captain America a lot. He's got to make some hard decisions, Michael. And this one, I liked him a, l- a bit more, where he's he's struggling with whether or not he should teach Miles because it means sending a kid to war. Yeah. I like that. That yeah. was a cool, like, moral question to be raised. Like um, Captain America. Gosh darn it. And then I, when it came to introducing, like, the new side characters, like Cloak and Dagger. They were cool. was a pretty okay intro. Yeah. yeah. That's sad. I was following along, and I enjoyed these new characters. Yeah. You get to see the origin of a new character, and it's like, oh, my brain is okay with this because I don't have to worry about knowing who they are because they're explaining it. Yeah. Ooh. They even explained the, the the bomb lady, bombshell. That was sad. Wow, wow, like, yeah, wow. That, yeah. And I was thinking, you know, there's probably spinoffs of these, and I would read <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yep, Bendis did a great run on uh, Bomberella in the early 2000s. <laughs> Bomberella. It was sick. Well, Christian, mm-hmm. we should probably uh, throw the old cornhole your way. Thereby knocking off one of Michael's cornhole bags and scoring an additional you? point. Uh, how, how could you? Christian, mm. I thought we were friends. It's the way the game goes, Michael. And it's all for a good cause, you know? Radon. It's in your horn. It's killing you. <laughs> cornhole for radon. Oh, the t-shirt uh, so we could make... That's going to be our uh, first official merch is the XP bar cornhole for rain on shirt. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Christian, what video games, man? You know? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's been a month since we last convened. 
Yeah. So, in that time frame, I will allow you to pick it's your poison. Buffet. It's the buffet. The Culver's buffet. Mm-hmm. We get to play some Russian roulette with the video games I play. <laughs> I played through Super Mario RPG. Played through Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Played through Luigi's Mansion. Okay. Oh. None of which I think require any further explanation. Mario and Luigi yeah. Superstar Saga I also <laughs> played through. Nice. Played through, to round it all off, recently, the recently released Remnant from the Ashes. A third-person shooter out of the studio that made Darksiders 3. I would like to hear about that one. If Is that the full spread? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Which of these is is your brand of Butterburger? Ooh. Mm, my mouth was watering just thinking about all that butter. Mm, do you get the commercials where the guy, the Culver's guy, is like, I'm going to make you a great burger. And then he takes them back and it's like people looking amazed that he's like flipping a burger. And he's like, this is how you make a butter burger. Is this the like, <laughs> the the better batch of butter makes a butter burger better? Oh, I forgot all about that, Michael. Ooh. Thank you. That's awesome. Screw you. Or, I don't know if it's batch. I don't know if that was the right noun. But... <laughs> it's okay. I got the I got the feel of it. Uh, do you guys like Culver's? Is Culver's good food? Let's just break this down as much as we possibly can. Is Culver's good? Yes, no? Uh, I have more nostalgia for other things in Wisconsin than I do Culver's. <laughs> but if someone was like, hey, oh, do you know about this place Culver's. called Culver's? And I would be like, yeah, I used Hell to go yeah. there way back when. <laughs> I asked someone to prom there. <laughs> Oh, that work out well. Oh, so that's a no. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most uh, Wisconsin story I've ever heard. I like Culver's. Anyway, anyway, Christian, yes, no, Culver's good food. Good. I think it's pretty good, but it comes okay. at a price. Ooh, it sure does. The day after. Mm-hmm. Uh, more like the hour after for me. <laughs> oh, anyway. <yeah. laughs> You got the grease on insides. Mm. It is. It is Slides like right Drano. That's disgusting. Let's. Uh, okay, I would really like to hear about this. Uh, the game I thought was a different game. Game. Ashen. Game. Not Ashen. What's it Not called? Not Ashen. Another Souls like. Yep. What's but this called? one? Is a lot less like Dark Souls <laughs> because it's called Remnant from the Ashes. Okay. Okay. Available now on yep. Xbox, PS4, and PC consoles. Of course. <laughs> my steam yep. machine okay mm-hmm. so what's the gist man where am i am i in hell am i on space hell you are on earth and okay. so it hell. is desolate and bad things happened and now there's a bunch of creatures running around called the root and they have kind of <laughs> okay. scared humanity into this little pocket this okay. like little headquarters and all the humanity is just like hanging out down there okay. while they're the trying Matrix. to Got it. regain their foothold for humanity okay the story's awful story's not oh, good oh, it's okay. it's completely throwaway it you like you're immediately met with a journal and you sit there and read through like all 15 pages of this journal you just see it sitting on a mm. table and there's like 15 pages of this thing and so much of it's just like going on and on and oh i like this guy oh i'm gonna have this guy out oh we're pregnant now oh my gosh i don't know what to do Oh, no, we just had a kid. Why are we having a kid in an apocalypse? And then it's like, oh, the kid turned out okay. And the kid is the 
first kid that you talk to and his voice actor is absolutely atrocious because yeah. this is a budget video game for 40 us dollars available not, now on okay. pc xbox and ps4 <laughs> consoles i thought uh this journal was the plot of the game and i was really confused until you uh got to the end there okay yeah there's a bunch <laughs> of these there's like okay. they don't know how to do story in a video game Aww. uh you start out and you're on a boat and you're trying to get to an island with a lighthouse for some reason and then oh. a big wave comes and then you fall out and then you like wash up somewhere and then uh a kid wakes you up and then you run around and you run into a guy and the guy dies and so your character model cries <laughs> And then you just kind of move on, oh. and then you make it to the headquarters. Does it feel like they're reaching for something with this plot, or is it just kind of moving things forward? I have no idea. It's rough. It's really yeah. rough in the early goings, especially. And you're running into, you know, these long, drawn-out diaries of people kind of Oof. going on, much ado about nothing. And then once you actually kind of get to the end... There's like weird experimental kind of stuff that you start uncovering and then it leads up to the final boss in like a very satisfying and fascinating fashion that makes you wish you really understood what was going on with the lore until you like look at the lore and then you're like, okay, this is boring. Mm. But like that final boss and that lead up to it is kind of like, ooh, this is cool. This is cool. They could have done some really cool stuff with it there, but they don't. That's okay. Some cool... Yeah, cool alternate civilization stuff going on. You meet lots of things that aren't human out there on Earth. Okay, beyond human. Are they, uh, mm-hmm. are we talking like, uh, I'm trying to get a, a feel here. Is this like Mad Max apocalypse or like Doom? Darksiders apocalypse? Darksiders. It's, it's trying to, it's, you know, this thing is trying to be like, dark souls to an extent they like cover art or like the art they show off is a dude screaming cool so they're trying to go for that you know like ooh, this is dark like this feels gross kind of tone and they completely miss the boat and this game is feels kind of out of the box unreal engine especially in the cutscenes they don't look great the animation is just awful and you create your own character there's some decent options i gave my guy a really nice stash that i wish i had irl but True. like the the cutscenes are awful. Like everything animates so poorly. Mouse are just wobbling around, and like the camera just awkwardly pans across these very awkwardly animated character models. Mm. That's not great, you know. And they try to go for a more serious tone. You got these disgusting fleshy monsters. Okay. Okay. At you, but I'm back. The in. story, the silly story, and the bad voice acting just undercuts all of that. So what's hmm. the, like, I guess the central crux here? Is it magical bad monsters or demon bad monsters or alien bad monsters? I'm sure the plot explained it and it went completely over my head. Mm. They seem to okay. be some combination of, like, alien demon things. I like that. There you go. Some That's cross okay. over there. By which <laughs> method do you dispatch these horrible creatures? Thank you for asking. You dispatch them in third-person shooting action. Okay, that's what I did. And want. boy, is the third-person shooting freaking fantastic in this oh. awesome third-person shooter video game. That was a swerve. Because, boy, yes. Everything else leading up to this point, bad. But okay. the third-person shooting, as soon as you get your hands behind the controls, feels good. 
feels good. The gun's huh. snappy. They got this nice, you know, clicky click to them. Everything feels oh, good. Sure. The thing's got these weak spots, and the enemies are designed in such a way that your attention is drawn to these weak spots, so you can pop some headshots for some critical damage. You got damage numbers popping out of heads, dude. That's good. You want to see the yellow and red numbers? That means you're doing the good damage. Good job, boyo. You choose okay. from three playable classes. You got kind of like the sniper, the kind of all-arounder who's got the fast shooting pistol and the shotgun. You know, he's got one of each. And then you've got like the big old heavy guy who's got like the big old machine gun. And then he's got the <laughs> revolver pistol. You know, you got you got a little bit of everything going on. Lots of ways to dispatch <laughs> these root enemies. Is it a schluter? Are we talking about a schluter here, Christian? So there is loot, but it is not to the extent of something like a Borderlands or something to like even a Dark Souls. Okay. Because you you start playing the game, and based on the class you choose, you start out with two weapons. And for the most part, those are probably going to be the weapons you're going to use throughout the entirety of the game. Hmm. Every time you kill a boss, you can use their, I don't know, leftovers (laughs) to make a weapon. So this is, you know, straight out of Dark Souls. There's checkpoints that you oh, hit up, and okay. they re- they replenish your health and ammo. There's fog gates before every boss. So yeah. we've got very clear oh, really? Dark Souls inspirations here. It doesn't play like Dark Souls because there's no death punishment. When you die, you just reset at the nearest checkpoint. No penalty, no harm, no foul. I like that mm-hmm. a lot, actually, because it lends things, you know, it's it's nice getting a break from that Dark Souls death, you know, way of doing things. Because like every game does that these days. You die, you lose your stuff, and if you get back to it, you can get it back. But otherwise, you're done. Yeah. If you die a second time, it's all over. And so this is nice. You know, you can just run around, pop some bullets into some sons of guns. It feels good because of that. And you can find loot. Sure. You can run around. <laughs> if you want. These environments are randomly generated, if you will. Oh. So, yes. Very unfortunate. I do not think that was a good de- design decision. I feel like randomly generated maps are almost never a good design decision unless yeah. you're doing something like a roguelike or something where you're meant to like play the same kind of thing over and over and over again so that you can like m- have unpredictability and not just like rote memorization. Because this is a third person shooter, randomly generated levels, and so things are they feel like chunks are just snapped together. And that doesn't feel good when you're running around this third person shooter environment. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, there's like this little alcove here. I'm gonna go down here, and then you go down there, and then there's just like this awkward dead end corner. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's where the seam was. Time to go back. That's not mm. good. You don't want that in your randomly generated third person shooter. That's funny, yeah, because they've taught us to look for alcoves our entire lives, and now it's like, no, no one made that alcove. That just Mm -hmm. occurred. Sorry. (laughs) Exactly. It's unfortunate. I don't know why they would do that. Mm. They might do it because this game is co-op multiplayer up to three players. So if you hop into someone else's game, it's not going to be the same map. You can't just be like, oh, follow me. I'm going to go to the end. Can't do that. You got to kind of feel your way around and fight the dudes. On your way. <laughs> Exclusive. Exclusive. This, I'm having a real hard time. It's a third-person shooter. Yep. Is it Gears of War, or is it like Destiny of Destiny was like a third-person? I'm, I'm having a hard time the, picturing what it would look like. Playing. The gameplay I saw made it look... Um, uh, why can't I think of the name? The one with the zombies. The the one, Lollipop the Naughty Dog off. one with the zombies. Oh oh! What is his name? What is his name? Until Dawn. 
the Last of Us. Yeah, it looked a little Last of Us, okay. Last of Us ish, a little Division ish. <gasps> I like the Division. Is, is that, this a Division? Is that accurate? Like? Kind of. I would say. Out of all the ones you guys listed, the division <laughs> yeah. is probably where it's most closely tracking. Okay. Okay. To some extent, because I mean, you're just standing there. You're not doing a lot of covering. You can. Okay. There are enemies who have projectile weapons, and there's only like a few instances of those, and it's always kind of like a culture shock. You're always like, "Whoa, these guys got guns now. I've got to kind of really change how I'm playing here because they're just going to keep chipping away at your health because your health is pretty valuable because you've got only one type of." A regenerating healing item that you can upgrade mm. so that it has more uses and it refills at every checkpoint. Hmm. This sounds like Estes flasks. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, you have Estes flasks, and okay. so <laughs> cool. It's uh, you don't have any way of like blocking damage, and it's not just like your health doesn't automatically regenerate, so you're not just gonna like buff through a bunch of stuff. So you've got a dodge roll. So a lot of what it is, mm. you're out in the open, you're shooting stuff, and then once it starts attacking you, you do a dodge roll, continue about your business. This so, is coming together in my mind. I can, there I can you see go. this game. Okay. That's good. So you're kind of chipping away at the enemies, do a dodge roll, continue chipping away at them. Okay. Hmm. Does this feel like a game from, like, two console generations ago? Because it kind of sounds like it, minus the Dark Souls Ooh. influence. That's a good question. I feel like because of that Dark Souls influence, it's it's hard to ignore it. It feels yeah. like a game from a year ago, maybe, because of oh, that. Oh, okay. okay. So I really like how it's like this weird middle tier thing. The polish is awful, like I said. And there's like that just is like permeates the entire thing. Like there's a death screen. When you die, it says like game over. And then there's like a little quote. It does like the Call of Duty thing. <laughs> there's a quote about something. But like as soon as you start the- to read it, that screen like fades to black and then it starts loading and so that's like silly why would you do what are, that what are the quotes are we talking like inspirational quotes about humanity i couldn't tell you i couldn't read any of them because the screen oh. faded to black there i read edgar Allan poe a couple times so i think we're okay. talking depressing okay. and I was, okay i was really hoping this would be a scenario where it's like you're fighting demon sword monsters or whatever and then gandhi is quoted <laughs> that or would ronald be great ronald reagan, oh, reagan. reagan. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you've got that going on. And then, like, right at the beginning, you go to the hub area, and then the people are like, hey, we need you to turn on the power in the basement. So <laughs> you walk over to the stairs where the basement is, and there's this, like, uh, like map legend. It's like, B1 has this on it. B2 oh, has this on it. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And, like, the text... So, like, the panel for the legend is, like, normal, like a normal video game legend. You know, you got this weird textured, like, rusted metal-looking thing. And then superimposed over it is, like, Times New Roman font yeah. of what every floor is. And it's just, like, I shook my head and I'm like, you guys, come mm. on. You guys could have done better than this. And then you go and fight dudes, and it's fantastic. It's fun shooting the guys. It's fun timing those dodge rolls properly. It's fun pumping bullets into people and seeing those red and yellow numbers pop off. And so I feel like Remnant from the Ashes uh, is kind of another like cornerstone or stepping stone for middle-tier video games to come back into full, full bore. Because we're kind of yeah. seeing that 
progressively more and more kind of seep in. THQ Nordic is slowly enveloping more and more properties, more and more <laughs> previously THQ-owned properties, <laughs> and we are about to be ushered into a world where the middle tier can thrive again, and Remnant mm-hmm. from the Ashes is a perfect pinnacle of that. Army Men Air Combat 3. Mm. There you go. Comanche announced mm. at Gamescom. It's coming back. Chinook. Mm-hmm. A Dark Siders <laughs> Diablo-like. Dark. Why not? <laughs> Earlier this year, we had uh, Plague Tale Innocence. That's yep. like what I'm talking about, dude. I like that middle tier <laughs> stuff. Because these people, yeah. they don't have huge budgets. They can't go all out. But because of that, they can take some risks. You know, They're like, okay, we've only got this much money. We want to have people buy our game with only this much money. So let's take some risks. Let's yeah. see what we well, can do with this money we got. Yeah. And I like that a lot. Would you say the best of those is that uh, Hellblade something something? Ooh, I think yes. I think that might be the best that we've seen so far. I like Hellblade Send You a Sacrifice a lot. Yeah. And that's like a faux AAA game. Like that thing almost kind of feels like a AAA game. Like if you're just walking by and seeing it. You would yeah. think it was. When you're actually playing it, it's not so much. But yeah, they they did some fantastic things with the resources they had available to them. Mm. I'm into it. I haven't played any of these games you're talking about, but I'm into it. Yeah. Like was, Darksiders, was Darksiders 3 this year or last year? Last year, I want to say. That game came that, and went, huh? Yeah. It Does that kind of fit the bill year. that we're talking about? Are they like a B-tier not yes, quite C-tier. last year. Yeah, it's well, THQ. THQ Nordic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got okay. the, you know, they cobbled together, they scraped together some funds, and they're like, here you go. Go make a video game. Okay. Nice. I like that. The it's game's like it's not going to win any awards. Good, it's though. not going to knock it out of the park, but it'll be like, this is fun. Yeah, here's a fun video game. Go play <laughs> it. This is yeah. the optimism I keep talking about that you guys have that you don't <laughs> understand. Like... A good game is a good game. Like, I don't... A bad game at $40 instead of $60 isn't, like, exciting to me in any way. I don't know. I get I get well, I mean, the spirit it's of like, what you're saying. I don't know. I appreciate it. I like the... Because I, I think Christian kind of said it already. It's... it's With those lower budgets and stuff like that, you're not on the string to be the, the blockbuster. So you can be a little weird with it. You can be, like, a little campy with it. And the end result seems to be pretty fun. I don't know. Speaking of campy fun, I have a game, Christian. New Animal Crossing. Oh. Oh. If the buffet is closing up. Sure. <laughs> I'm glad you guys enjoyed the filet that we put Ooh. out onto the buffet for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in a Culver's, but do tell. Uh, so, Resident Evil. <gasps> yeah. Does it say Resident familiar? Evil 2? It does not. Um, Missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. They botched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a hell of a game, that remake they made of 2, huh? Dang. I was like, dang. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you think so, to be honest. Because, I mean, what? this year has just been Tucker Poo Poo <laughs> yeah. and stuff left and right. No, and then, no. Outer you know, you find your hipster game in Outer Wilds, <laughs> yeah, see, and you're like, this game's my great. Etsy and game. Then, no, exactly. Your Etsy game. Uh, and here's the thing: I've been kind of crabby about remakes and such in the past. Let's say mm-hmm. before they come yeah. out, I like to more than a little. Okay. Yeah. If 
people put the work in, I'm okay with it. You know? <gasps> like, this game is not, oops, it's this poorly emulated <laughs> game running at a resolution it was never meant to run at, and it looks <laughs> terrible. This is like this is like a game. Like they remade this entire game. They changed things. I don't know how I feel about the changes. Let's talk about some of these mm. changes. Mm. They ruined the crocodile uh, fight. I thought they made the tofu actual tofu. <laughs> I haven't gotten to tofu yet, but I hope he is. What is it? What is it that you think that they ruined about the crocodile fight? Because I recall hmm. watching some interesting interviews at the time where they were like talking about kind of reconciling the more realistic tone that they were going for with this remake with like the kind of doofy giant crocodile in the sewers that was in the original um it i don't know it's it's odd because either way you're running from a giant crocodile so it's kind of stupid yeah uh (laughs) but i have something to tell you about these games tucker (laughs) no we'll get there we'll get there okay uh okay tofu uh in the original, it didn't take you out of... I feel like in the remake, when they turn it into Crash Bandicoot for a little bit, they are <laughs> shifting the gameplay in a way where it makes it feel like a boss fight. Whereas in the original, it was just like this giant crocodile, and it didn't change you know, the fact that you're just Leon running through this hallway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I just like that it was just like slowly creeping towards you and in this one it's like running at you full sprint which seems kind of out of place i don't know it didn't work so well for me but like uh otherwise like that whole sewer section i think is kind of the worst part like it just kind of yeah mushed together for me at some point i got lost in the sewers a couple times but Mm, um Mr. mr x oh they changed him oh man i didn't okay so full disclosure we reviewed resident evil to the original and i mm-hmm. didn't play through the b scenarios which is i think where you would meet mr x set it would almost have to be right because those are the mm-hmm. other yeah yes and mr x is just this big guy that chases you through the game in a nemesis like fashion i guess but uh is he the one that looks kind of like a uh <laughs> like a, a grizzled Thanos. film noir detective yes yeah, but like I, I have only ever seen like video of that, and it looks so good. Yeah. It does look very good. This whole game looks amazing. This is one of the best looking video games I've ever played. Um, <gasps> oh, really? I, Ooh, that's some praise. Devil May Cry looks... uses the same engine. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian, I ran into a lot what you mentioned once, where when a game looks a certain amount of good, you really notice when things don't look a yes. certain amount of good. I ran into that a couple of times yeah. in this game, which was kind of funny. Uh, but uh, no, so I didn't expect Mr. X to show up. Um, and then he did. And I was like, crap, yeah. I, I was not, I didn't sign up for this. I picked, mm-hmm. you know, I thought this was the <laughs> yep. A playthrough. Very well uh, choreographed, that moment is. Oh, it's so good. And I love that aspect of the game. Like, I, I wish I had played the B playthroughs in the original, just because... It's just so, like, we were kind of talking beforehand, but, you know, this isn't that scary of a game, really. It's, I don't think. It's more, it's very action-y, and I I guess maybe I'm just jaded or something, but I didn't find it scary ever. But uh, Mm -hmm. when you have Big Man chasing you, and you can't kill him, and you can hear him stomping around outside your your little room, 
or you just hear the stomps coming mm-hmm. and you don't know from where and it's like yep. oh crap <laughs> yeah that gets the old heart beating mm-hmm. uh is uh so really quickly there, along those same lines, has with the updated graphics and everything and the updated engine, does it seem a little creepier? It Does that mm. help at all? Does the horror stuff kind of come out a little more, other than your first experiences with Mr. X here? Mm. Christian, I would like your opinion as well, but I'll just say the original was creepier to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you too. The yeah. The remake is like a third-person shooter. So you don't okay. feel like you have as much limitations. Like wherever you want to look, you can look there. Whereas in the original Resident Evil 2, you've got the specific scenes. And so you can't really see what's around the corner until you get there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I kind of miss that. I guess I'm yeah. one of those crazy people, right? But like, I kind of miss <laughs> the fixed camera. I don't mind it. Uh, I get why they changed it, though. And yeah, the engine or whatever they're using just does like creepy dark rain soaked environments super super well mm. that police station looks very good mm. people don't look quite as good no they do not <laughs> uh, they but they run act. at 60 frames <laughs> they do uh yeah the acting man it that was one of the big takeaways was like is super weird seeing this corny 20-year-old game story being like given this like lush production value and detail. Yeah. Uh but it opens up moments like the gun store guy, which I thought worked somehow. Yes. That whole sequence. Uh whereas in the original it's just like this creepy yokel guy who gets eaten within <laughs> five seconds. But here it's mm. like a he's Frank West. Or, or not Frank West, <laughs> the guy the guy from two, Chuck. <laughs> check something yeah uh that worked and then uh i'm gonna play through the claire stuff i guess uh, i don't know i don't know are. what to do there's like 12 different things you can do in this game oh yeah they unlock ghost all kinds of things stuff. for you ghost mm-hmm. survivors yes uh yes. yeah that oh, i cannot recommend that enough even though like the sewers really put a damper on things for me but i got through it and then it was good again and um when you're talking about it not being scary, okay. for me, what what made it stand out is just like how stressful it is, yes. and like how miserable it is. Because there was one section, it was probably like halfway through a playthrough, so like towards the end of a police station part as Leon, okay. Okay. and I'm in a save room, and I hear Mister X running around, and I know <laughs> yeah. that I hear liquors in the next room, and I yep. know there's like five zombies in there too. Yeah. And I have to get to this room, like, across the police station. I look at it on my map. I take the map away, and I just take a deep breath, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, I've got anxiety to the max right now. Yeah. So it's yeah. crazy, but you just got to have to put up with it. You just got to run through the gauntlet, through all of these disgusting liquors, and Mr. X slowly lumbering towards you with his doom, large footsteps. Doom, doom, doom. And you just got to make it all work. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I ran into the exact situation or mood where yeah it's like oppressive it's like uh Mm -hmm. it's not something i feel a lot playing games where it's like i'm having fun but i don't want to do this like i don't want to be in this situation (laughs) i it was weird like i i almost put the game down for a while because i'm just like this isn't yep this is a bad situation i don't want to be in it but then you get through it everything's Mm -hmm. cool uh i found it mm, 
it's hard to compare difficulty because it's almost a different kind of game i feel like yeah. than the the original but uh it seemed a little easier yeah because you can just kind of like pop headshots and they've made the enemies more difficult it seems like but just your range of movement is so much better that it just doesn't really mm -hmm. matter at a certain point i don't know that's great <laughs> yeah uh i like uh i really like the little the little thing where you twist the knobs and it goes yes yes <laughs> You know, How did they <laughs> nail the sound design so well? It's crazy. Yeah. Just like even the little things in your inventory, like you get little lock boxes and stuff, just clicking oh, around with it. Like yeah. that just like looks, feels, sounds fantastic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can they like, did it. tip a box over in your inventory and you can hear like something like yes. knocking around in there. It's like, ooh. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like there's a sense of humor going on here that maybe wasn't there in the original. Yeah, like the notes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like, I'm like ready. I just want to play some Resident Evil games right now. Like I'm just Ooh. like, I like this fiction a lot. Yeah, I like this cast of characters they come up with. I like this weird world where there's this pharmaceutical company that's destroying everything <laughs> with these stupid. Like plant monsters and stuff. Yeah, and stuff. <gasps> they got rid of the spiders. I was like, "Where's the spiders?" Unless the spiders show up in Claire, I don't know. Mm -hmm. or they might, but I miss the spiders. <laughs> Where's the spiders at? Follow um, the spiders, Tucker. Because they would go like, "Oh yeah, hey, yeah, good stuff." So yeah, Resident Evil Two remake, a okay from Tucker. I still like Outer Wilds. A little bit more, I think, if we're doing the stupid my mm -hmm. year in games thing. But mm -hmm. this would be my strong number two right now. Nice. Leon sucks, but I like him a lot because he's a genius. <laughs> His voice actor is really bad. <laughs> he, mm, I don't Have know. They kept the same voice actor through all of this, or <laughs> that was a sordid tale indeed. Because uh, they got non-union actors for this bad boy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so no. Huh. Yeah. Someone didn't watch American Factory. <laughs> oh no, I'm like a scab. We're all part of I've the machine. I've become the man. They put a giant inflatable rat outside the Capcom offices. <laughs> Did they really? No. I missed this. Oh. They should. Okay. Uh, Leon, he tries hard. He's got the right. He's got the right head on shoulders. Like I don't think there were a couple lines every now and again where it's like, Ooh, yeah, give that another shot. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like, okay. All right. He and Claire but, also weirdly buddy buddy, despite just meeting each other. Well, yeah, they have sex in the cop car upon meeting, and then the rest of the game yep. plays out from there. The uh, steamy hand and the windshield really did it for me. <laughs> Wait, really? And it was a zombie hand. <laughs> what is happening? Um, oh, that good. was made up. Okay. Ada Wong! Yeah, dude, they take that cliche and they run with it, man. Yeah, they do. But in a good way. In a way yes. I am into. 100%. Yes. And I like Leon with Ada. I'm going to come out and say it. I know <sighs> it's probably not canonical. I think canonical is him and Claire, right? Or something. I don't know. Am I reading I too much either. into this? Am I on the wrong wiki pages? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because in 4, she kind of shows up and she's like kind of flirting with him, right? And, yes. But she's like, she has to keep her distance. Yes. And Leon's like, I something. prefer the president's daughter. Yes. 
who I have been trying to come up with her name. Is it Ashley? Ooh, that sounds right. It's not Shelly. I keep thinking it's Shelly, but Shelly's a little kid. Mm-hmm. Ashley Shelley sounds Burton, right. Oh. Um, who's not so little in six. Wink. <laughs> oh, it's that? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Ah. Um, I didn't know you went to those wikis. Mm-hmm. Feet wiki. Um, I can't talk anymore about Resident Evil. Uh, Sonic, uh, Sonic Pinball Party. Very quickly, her name is Ashley Graham. Thank you. <gasps> President's Graham. daughter. She's got a ballistics on this mission. Wink. <laughs> wink. <laughs> We've come All so right. far. Wink. Uh, Sonic Pinball Party's Sonic good. Pinball. I like it. End of story. We'll talk about that at a later Wait, time. this isn't a rock block pick? Uh, for me, it's not, but we'll... We'll find out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Christian is our pinball expert. He knows his pins. He knows his calves. He does. If he plays, if he plays pinball the way he plays cornhole, then ooh, mm. ooh, mm-hmm. he spins his hat around. It's like a switch for cornhole for radon. <laughs> I play by sense of smell. Get your basements checked. If you have those little half windows down there, open them up once in a while. You know, let the breeze in and the radon out. Yeah, like, I spent a lot of time in my parents' basement. I don't think we had any radon equipment down there, you know? Kind of freaks me out. Well, lucky for you, a certain hardware store, I think, has a $10 kit that'll help you find it. Sure. But, like, you know, I'm 27. I'm not getting screened for lung cancer regularly. (laughs) Who knows what's going on, Michael? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm nervous. I'm going to immediately schedule all my lung cancer. Thank you. Uh, lung cancer checks. We're spreading the word. We're getting the word out there. Open your windows. Get the pipe right with the little module thing on it with the fan yes. in it. The fans only last like five to ten years, though. You might want to check on your Ooh. fan if you got one of those things. They're whisper quiet, so you don't know if it's running or not. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, and you know what? Sometimes they're not installed correctly, and the pipe's right back into your house, and then you're just shooting radon air into your house hey. from under your house. Mm-mm. Do people walk in and ask about these things? No, this is, I don't know how I came to this conclusion that I should be worried about radon, but it happened. And huh. now I am. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had anyone ask for, we get a lot of like uh, water uh, quality. Okay. Test yep. kit sales, yep. but uh, especially around here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The water smells like chlorine. <laughs> Probably should that's all I got about the quality of life here in central Wisconsin. Um, thanks for talking about video games, you guys, and comic books, and Culver's. Thank you. Any any sports C's. bar today? Points! Score! Sports bar! Uh, what's, your, what's your glib take on the Toro Rosso Red Bull switcheroo? My glib take? I don't really have one. It doesn't seem like Philip Philip Gasly did much. He didn't really make a splash, and I don't know how much of that was uh, was Red Bull just focusing everything on Max, and how much of that was just him kind of being a shy driver or whatever. So, yeah. but at the same be interesting time, interesting to see. I don't I mean, know. He's not getting last place. He's getting like sixth. I, like, I don't know. That's yeah, he's always in of... the middle of the pack. Hmm. But, I mean, at the same time, he's always in the middle of the pack, but the other driver for Red Bull is able to take podiums, if not 
Well, Max is a, a paragon of, he's like a, a Greek god of Formula One. Yeah, races. I mean, if there was a perfect human, it'd be, he'd look a little Max like Verstappen. Max Verstappen and drive for Red Bull. And then so. he could cradle me in his arms while he races. Huh. Yeah. Whispering sweet nothings into my ear about, about, uh. Well, my brakes. Tire strategy. <laughs> my brakes are not working. Box. Box. What is, what is happening with my brakes? They're dead, Max. You lost the race because of your brakes. It was a conspiracy. Oh, no. Hmm. Anyway, but I don't know. I guess that's my take is that Pierre Gasly was a pretty quiet driver. Didn't He wasn't taking podiums where the other lead... Because, I mean, the other, the other lead teams always had someone on the podium. Or they were always in the top five. Yeah. Like, it'd be weird for Vettel, Botas... Leclerc or Lewis to not be in the running at some point during a race. I suppose. I don't think Albin's going to be like in there right away or anything. But we'll see. I, I mean, guess. yeah, maybe. But it might be surprising. I mean, Max was surprising. Max, as we have covered, is a Greek god of Formula One <laughs> racing and it should be no surprise that he occasionally wins one race out of 20, Michael. He won two this year already. <laughs> God bless him. That was the podcast. Thanks, guys. Tucker. Everybody go home. You we can didn't finish home. our game of cornhole, Tucker. Oh, it's a goal. Tucker, did the, the radon get you? The radon got me. <laughs> Good thing I don't smoke or it would be exacerbated. Well, my friends, it's time to close. We hope that you enjoyed the show. XP bar.